I was addicted to gambling. And um, and uh, I used to love playing cards and going to the, to the boat. But you know, I look back on that season and I felt like God was telling me to leave, but I was like, you know, this money is my source. This wow. job is my source. You know, Todd would say, you need to leave that job. And I would say, okay, well, where's the insurance coming from? How's it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to This Is Real. My name is Stephanie Martinez-Rave, and I have the pleasure of doing this week's show with some amazing people, family, friends, co-hosts. Yes. Please introduce yourself and tell everyone, hey. Hey, I'm Pastor Todd. Hey, I'm Pastor Tanya. Oh, that's so cute. I like y'all's radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hi. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. But thank you guys. That's a traveler's for- <laughs> voice. <laughs> what was your voice? Huh? What was your voice? Yeah, what sexy. was yours? Oh, oh, sexy. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to turn back around. We ain't going to keep it on the sexy show because that's not what this one is. Maybe another time. But, uh, no, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, Pastor Juan sends his love. He is going to be out of town. um, And so we are filling in and helping him out so that you guys can also receive an amazing word. And so we're blessed and honored to be able to do that. Please keep him in prayer as he's ministering. Um, But we want to dive right in, right? Uh, we kind of had a, a really fun topic earlier, and um, I kind of want to keep going on that. We've been talking about loving one another, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we were mentioning how s- some of us didn't really catch or notice, right, the difference between in Jesus telling the disciples, hey, one of you is going to betray me, right? And then all of them are responding, not I, Lord, not I, Lord. But mm-hmm. then you hear Judas. And what was Judas's answer, guys? Mm-hmm. Not, not I, a rabbi. rabbi. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, please, Pastor Todd, expand on that a little bit on, like, why? Because Pastor Juan, you know, highlighted on Sunday. For those who haven't heard the message, please go back and do that. But why did that? Did you notice that beforehand? Did you catch that? How no, did that? I didn't. Okay, I didn't. cool. Because, I, you know, for me, it was kind of like a new thing where I was like, oh, wow. Like, you because didn't catch that before. Because the disciples had called him rabbi before, previous right, to that, right? right? So mm-hmm. you, you really didn't catch it in that moment that they had already they had all shifted mm-hmm. from Amen. just seeing him Sitting as a as teacher, a teacher yep. right. to now they saw him as lord that's good but but um judas was still seeing him just as as some you know prophet or teacher of of, of the word of god and and really you know we we look at that as a honor here in this day and time because somebody is a pastor uh, but until you start seeing the word for what it is, the word of God, and mm-hmm. and and taking it, and and allowing God to be your Lord, uh, and you just see it as a good word or a good thing to be, you know, to to hold That's on so to, true. Yep. then what happens is you you fall short on on really walking with God because um, God is more than just a teacher. He mm-hmm. is Amen. He is Lord and Savior. Wow, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pastor <laughs> <laughs> This young man. So, um, <laughs> I like that. So, like yeah, that. so I guess I, I really, um, you know, it kind of hit me personally because, mm. you know, I started thinking about what areas of my life have mm-hmm. I totally surrendered yeah. to him as Lord and Savior, but then what are the areas of my life where I may be, 
you know, subconsciously, unconsciously mm-hmm. saying the same thing that Judas did. Yeah. I mean, I think I loved, you know, our conversation earlier, like when we talked about mm-hmm. us always putting ourselves in the role of uh, either being the victim or the victor, but never looking at ourselves in that lens of being the villain yeah. like Judas was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And us also defining villain as just something just horrible and terrible. But, you know, we could be operating in that manner when we're not placing Jesus first and putting him as Lord and mm-hmm. Savior of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that's super powerful because, you know, we were talking about also, uh, what was it, 30, 30 pieces of 30 silver pieces. that, yeah. you know, and so it's kind of like, I feel like you have to, even the question that you and Pastor Juan had kind of shared of like, are you Judas, right? I think it kind of begs to think of like, if we read Judas's life knowing how, I guess, he interacted, how he saw in relationship, and ultimately what he chose to decide, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I right. mean? Um, it's kind of like you can't help but to reflect, like you're saying, Pastor Tanya, saying like, okay, am I just in proximity? Am I just walking mm. with the crowd because jesus was hot and popping at the time or because everyone around me is like oh you know what you know you should go to church and so then you just going because that's your new crew of friends or you're just saying all the christian languages and hearing the maverick cities and all Mm -hmm. that but you're not actually in relationship you're not actually uh, calling yourself a disciple of him and loving others you know then it's like like he said figure out am i judas am i judas in this am i judas in that like it's so important because i feel like in this culture sometimes we can kind of just pick it up as like a badge of like yep i'm a christian Mm -hmm. boom let me put that on my jacket or let me hang the cross around my neck but not truly surrendering and having him in the place of lord right you know and i like what you said pastor todd at the beginning of like how they all called him rabbi Mm -hmm. at one point but there was like this transition that Mm -hmm. took place of like okay like this is yeah this yeah where we would go yeah yeah Keep going. Yeah, so, where would we go? Where, yeah. No, no, I didn't mean to take take. No, you're thunder. good. But where would we go? You have the words of life in you, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. So um, I think that comes back to what you just said about uh, Judas and 30 pieces of silver, mm-hmm. right? We give up God for so little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we th- with 30 pieces of silver, and I guess, you know, they said it was three months wages, right? Three mm-hmm. months wages. And that might seem like a lot, but the reality is you gave up eternity for for three yeah. months. I think of that and I'm like, dang, he didn't even yeah. try to be like, let me get a year off. It was just three months. <laughs> exactly. What happened at the end of three yeah. months if exactly. that would have worked yeah. out for you? Yeah. I, I love Pastor's example because I believe he used Michael Jordan as the example. Yes, and yes. he's like, you know, Michael Jordan has these skills. He has mm-hmm. these talents. He has all of these he things. Knows who you're right. If with. I if I'm trying to get a trade for Michael Jordan, I'm not going to settle for less than. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Judas and it was just, you know, he did not have that relationship as Lord and mm-hmm. so he didn't even understand what he was giving his value. up his yeah, value yeah. and I love also when you were talking uh, Pastor Stephanie about the close proximity because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. one of the things that Pastor Juan said we can be in close proximity but still have the wrong, wrong motives, motives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it's like even checking that is this really a relationship that I'm in mm-hmm. or is it just a checklist yeah. or is it oh I see you're doing well so I'm just trying to 
trying to not actually have a relationship, but I'm actually staying on the peripheral, mm-hmm. looking at you being transformed, and then I'm not being transformed because I'm not actually receiving yeah. Yeah. what Jesus is giving. You mm-hmm. know, when he talked about the, the proximity, you know what I just, just, something just came to my mind. Judas not only gave up his relationship with God for 30 pieces of silver. All them people. He gave up his relationship with the other other 11 disciples, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So so we can be in church, and we, we have this opportunity to, the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Yes. Uh, we can be growing, uh, have this opportunity to grow with one another. But I missed the whole effect of growing with you because I'm so focused on personal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what can I get out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's in it for me? that I miss the fact that, that in relationship with you or a relationship with you, we can, I can grow, I can develop, I can, I can know God the same way you know him. And as we grow together, we become stronger together yeah. than we are apart, right? I don't know anything about um, iron and all of these. So the thought that just came into my head may not be factual because I haven't like mm-hmm. studied this, but you're right. As far as like iron sharpens iron, I think of like an ax. I don't know if it's made of iron, mm-hmm. but just follow me where I'm going, right? <laughs> and then I thought of like a stumbling block and a block is made of wood. Mm-hmm. And so the ax going against the wood is doling, but mm-hmm. versus going against iron is sharpening. And so a lot of us mm-hmm. are probably just like these sticks of wood walking around with some sticks of iron, mm-hmm. thinking that we're a sharp ax helping one another, but really you're just doling. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, deteriorating right. in a sense. And then you're also doling the people around you because you're not in those close mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. and you're not benefiting the person beside you and kind of in a loving, correcting way to where it's like, it, you know, it's the one another's, right? Love one another and take care of one another and all of that. So, right. yeah, it's, right. yeah, it's not just, you know, correcting. It's about, you know, it's it's about us doing life together because doing life in a way that we are encouraging each other more than even in my correction is encouragement, right? Because mm-hmm. you can even restore that's your what brother. I'm saying. Yeah, 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 like yeah. in kindness, in correcting, of, in yeah. struggles, yeah. in yeah. celebration, in all of those things, right. not just picking and choosing one of. Most I mean, it's interesting because even when you were talking, the thought came to mind for me because when we look at Judas, we know that Judas in our definition probably committed the most egregious um, sin against Jesus, Mm -hmm. but all of the disciples fell away. Yeah. So, you know, even that opportunity, because all of the disciples knew they fell away, you know, could it have been an opportunity for them to restore Judas in love if Judas would have just came to them and been Mm -hmm. like, Look, I repent. I'm sorry. I because at that point they would have all been growing together and mm. learning together yeah. in restoring one another to continue to walk out all of those principles. Yeah, you pick one another up where the other may be strong, right. one might be weak, and that's the beautiful part yeah. about the body. Even going back to you know when we were talking about the body a few weeks ago, and it's just like you've got to be connected. You have to like everyone has a role everyone has a place and you can't walk around saying that you know i am the church but not being connected to the church most definitely that's that you know the the whole symbol of our faith is the cross right and Mm -hmm. it has the cross has two beams it has a a horizontal beam that that i mean a vertical beam that speaks to our relationship with god right Mm -hmm. jesus died on that cross to restore our relationship with him but there's also a a horizontal beam that is about restoring our relationship to humanity mm-hmm. and each other. And you cannot have the cross without relationship with God and with man. Yeah. In fact, those are the, those are the two the greatest commandments, right? Mm-hmm. That 
all the other commands hang on. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love Amen. your neighbor as yourself. And we, we continue to say all the time that we, we love God, but then we don't love people. Mm-hmm. And you can't, that, that that's not even biblical. Yeah. That's not biblical. And mm-hmm. you become you become a, 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 a poor version of a Christian when mm-hmm. you do that. Yeah. Right. I even love, um, you know, c- because you brought up the cross, one of the things that Pastor said on Sunday was it wasn't about, you know, washing the feet but it's about us loving each other how Jesus loved them Mm pre-cross. So that cross is Jesus shouting from the rooftops, I love you and I'm gonna die for you and I'm gonna, but his example that he really wanted us to follow in community is sacrifice Mm -hmm. and loving each other just as he loved us. Mm Yeah, and I I don't wanna make this an interview, but I feel like because this is real, we can kind of share it, right? (laughs) But when we're talking about this, right, and then everyone's a pastor here, so then they think, oh, you know, you guys are perfect and y'all never, have you ever had a Judas moment? Oh yeah. Hit us. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, He said, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, a Judas moment. Um, I don't know if I wanted to say this. <laughs> you said, oh, yeah, you got to keep it real now. <laughs> yeah, you don't got to go into specifics, but, you right, know, right. the scenario, because there's people who are listening who, who, I mean, obviously there's, like, a title and a label that you put, and, like, when we talk about Judas, and it's like, oh, he betrayed, and that. But I mm. feel like in our walk, like we were talking about earlier, right. we do have to self-examine sometimes and be like, ooh, mm-hmm. I, I really just switched like Jesus for this job that was going to provide right. me the money. Or I really just, you know, traded Jesus for this relationship that wasn't going to bring me no, you know, holiness right. and sanctification. It's like all of those things. So we may not, I'm not out here saying that we are Judas, but I do feel like we we can walk into those Judas moments. We right. can identify. Yeah, I, I had I had a moment where early in my early in ministry, I was I, I was just going to say it. I was addicted to gambling, mm. and um, and uh, I used to love playing cards and going to the to the boat. I Were was, you good? No, I don't oh, know yeah. anything about that. Oh, okay, okay. He was. I would tell my wife I was going to work, but take off and sneak off to the boat. Mm. And um, and I remember, I remember when I got on this table. I was playing four card poker, uh, three card poker, and I'm on the table, and uh, some. Somebody very close to me was with me. I ain't gonna call. I'm not gonna call their name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You don't have and to. So, and so I get there, and I'm Pastor Todd, right? Yeah. So I get there, and I hit like four straight um, winning hands. Mm-hmm. And so the dealer says to me, he says to me, um, he says to me, uh, "What do you do for a living?" And I had to say, and the Lord would not let me say anything else, but I'm a pastor. Mm. And all of a sudden, the dealer said, uh, oh, we got Joel Osteen at the table. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so everybody started coming around mm. watching me play. And then for the next, like, ten hands, I didn't miss. Wow. And uh, and some of the people that came up were actually from our church. Mm. And, uh, and I felt like, God, I just let you down. I let you down big time. Right? And with the crowd, man. Yeah, that's so tough. it was, yeah, it, yeah. you know, 
that's one of the small moments. I won't tell you the rest of it. But you know, but still, but still, even at that, we had those moments where we walk away. And what did what did I trade? I made a little money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I traded my, you know, how people saw me, yeah, yeah. how they mm-hmm. saw God, right. you know, because he is Pastor Todd yeah. on somebody's table, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I would say for me, I feel like probably my biggest and longest season of Judas moments mm-hmm. was with career. Wow. Um, you know, I just think about how. You know, my husband, we often talk about how when I was in the insurance industry and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're making good money Mm -hmm. and every February February is Christmas because, you know, you you would be in line for a bonus Mm -hmm. and just how that became my Lord, that became my God. I was always traveling. I was always on the road. You know, I was neglecting, Mm -hmm. you know, not only my relationship with, Mm -hmm. um, not only my relationship with Jesus, but even with my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, Christian was a newborn. I was traveling, you know, Todd was at home, uh, uh, sending me uh, emails and messages allegedly from Christian, even though Christian was just an infant. Oh, I miss you and all of this. But, you know, I look back on that season and I felt like God was telling me to leave. But I was like, you know, mm-hmm. this money is my source. This wow. job is my source. Mm-hmm. You know, Todd would say, you need to leave that job. And I would say, OK, well, where's the insurance coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, where's mm-hmm. this coming from? And I would always have this list. Right. And I did not realize mm-hmm. like this list is replacing what he can do wow. and what mm-hmm. he can provide. Yeah. That's good. That's good, man. I I definitely feel like I've had several Judas moments. I ain't gonna lie to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> only well, one, Pastor well, Stephanie. Yeah, only no, one. I'm not gonna share everything. Uh, <laughs> but I guess because I grew up, you know, reading the Word. You know, I came from a Christian home. Was in church for a very long time. So I feel like. Um, ju- there's just different moments and different seasons mm-hmm. of your life to where you kind of pick and choose. So I feel like. Maybe as a as a teenager, my Judas moment was more so like not reading the word for myself. Mm. Um, I mean, I read it as a family. We read it in church and all that kind of mm. stuff, but not really like writing it into my heart to where mm. when I was faced with trials, I knew what to choose and I knew, you know, who was my savior. Um, but I would say more as like an adult and like fully, fully surrendering and still having a Judas moment. I would just say, you know, back to being single and having relationships. And it was just like, I knew what was better mm. for me, but I still decided to pick the things that were pleasing for me. Right. Mm. Or the relationships that were pleasing for me. And it was just like, it wouldn't matter what you know wise counsel told me or it wouldn't matter what god was saying like oh leave that guy alone or you know enjoy your time and be Mm -hmm. by yourself it was still like this thing for my for myself where it's like no like i I, i'm gonna have a boyfriend like i'm not gonna be single and it took me a really long time to kind of like finally embrace it to be like i'm good by myself i don't need anyone Mm -hmm. else and i'm allow and give god this space to where i can devote my time fully to him and he can fully you know pour into me so that i can you know be in a good relationship amen we got a break i think yeah we'll be right back (laughs) pastor Todd, hit uh, hit us on our kickoff for the break Uh, hey we'll be right back in a few (laughs) minutes (laughs) (laughs) welcome back y'all we sit here listening to the first time i ever heard that i love it come on 2023 and we had the hallelujah we didn't have hallelujah last year right Uh, uh, i love it (laughs) 
Oh, we'll reserve those <laughs> hallelujah moments, right? Mm. All right. So, man, thank you all so much for sharing your Judas moment. That was really awesome. I hope you guys that are listening or watching um, can really take something from it. I know that it's difficult to share, right? But, I, but in you sharing your uh, Judas moment, Pastor Stephanie, I just can identify with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you were saying. Because I think so oftentimes, sometimes we don't realize we're being Judas when we're yeah. trying to do God's job. Yeah, yeah. And I think about all of the, like, the relationships that I was in where I was mm-hmm. always trying to make that person, oh, this is my husband, mm-hmm, this is my husband, mm-hmm. this is my husband, yep. and never seeking God, never asking God, never. And so, like, now I look back on it, thank and I'm God. like, just thank you for saving thank me God from myself. Big Daddy. <laughs> wow. Wow, Pastor Todd will not let go of the rare sexy form. radio form. Rare form. Rare form today. Rare form today. Oh, my goodness. You do something right, Pastor Sandy. That's, like, that's all I got to say. Show you right. Show you right. <laughs> Y'all turn the monitor off. He's just looking at himself now. <laughs> no, but, um, hey, you know, now that you say that, I feel like that's, that's really important because – I guess for me, I have seen, and you guys, y'all always, and not, I don't know, I'm not going into like marriage dating, but maybe, right? Um, you guys always speak into like singles and dating and married couples. Um, but I feel like y'all's perspective on people who are single and people who are dating has been like super beneficial, you know, to mm-hmm. myself, to mm-hmm. a lot of people um, around me and close to me. And I feel like obviously, being married or being in ministry or walking, you know, or being a a new Christian or anything like that, there's going to be those trials that you face. Um, But I do feel like there's a special temptation and a special trial that you face whenever you're single. Mm. And I feel like um, not a lot of people have really experienced it the, I would say, the way that God designed it Mm -hmm. for, you know? And Mm -hmm. so when we're talking about these Judas moments and, you know, trading Jesus for 30, you know, coins of silver, and even in our own personal walks, I feel like that's such a, that's such like a formative formative time Mm -hmm. right because if you are called to marriage you and you're continuing to trade jesus right for whatever you value Mm -hmm. in your singleness then it's not gonna just disappear when you're married like it'll continue Mm -hmm. and be amplified because now there's another person's life in the mix you know and so you know what do you guys think about that well you know i was i was thinking when you were talking really that we we often the devil tries to get us to value things mm-hmm. that are outside of what we have now mm-hmm. and you see that in judas you see that in in eve in the garden right yeah because judas valued 30 pieces of silver over the relationship that that was right there in front mm-hmm. of his face yeah mm-hmm. eve had all the trees in the garden but she right. chose to look at one that she wasn't Could supposed to eat yeah. from right right as singles we 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 think about we we forget the benefits of being single mm-hmm. that that intimate time with God being able to go uh, and serve Him in any way capacity you want to without having mm-hmm. to worry about someone a connection to someone else yeah and we see that as some kind of a um, a badge of negativity or mm-hmm. or whatever but until you start seeing the value and being in a relationship with God, then you, you you will never be able to value being in a relationship with someone else. Yep, it yep. was not until I got to the place, I had actually said, hey, God, if I don't get married, because yeah. I was married before, it was, 
hell with gasoline draws on. And um, <laughs> can I say that on? I always did already. said, you did already. Oh, yeah. yes. oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but it, nah, it was like, no, and she would probably say the same thing. I'm not talking mm-hmm. bad about that, the person, me and my ex-wife. But that being said, I had gotten to the place where I said, you know, okay, God, whatever you want from me. Mm-hmm. And I had stopped trying to be in a relationship. Yeah. And it was at that moment that God showed me Tanya. You know, if I had a dollar for every time I told somebody that. It, it, really was. it was at that moment the God showed me Tanya. And even then, I watched her for a little while before I ran up to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and and I would say, you know, everybody always says that that, that marriages work. And I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that marriage is, is not work. We've had to work on our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had to struggle in working. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because work isn't bad. Yeah. Like, right, right. We think right. work like, you know. We didn't have that five year. I don't know that we had ever. Everybody talks about the five-year itch. Did we have a five-year itch? I don't I've think so. I've never heard of that. I think yeah. sometimes it's five yeah. and seven. Is yeah. it five or seven? I don't, I don't know what it right, is. Right, where they say like it gets really rocky yeah. and that's like a, the high percentage, the divorce oh, rate yeah. increases in that, that. that like five that's, to seven. That's never been, there's never mm-hmm. been a moment in our relationship. You know, we've been in moments when we've been up upset with each other or yeah, whatever yeah. right but that's never been a moment where i haven't wanted to go home yeah right I just, it just hasn't and i think that that was that is because um at the moment i gave up on trying to make things happen myself mm-hmm. god brought me my tree of life yeah. yeah and i think too there's so much um you know when we were talking i was thinking about judas and how judas made those decisions mm-hmm. like like Judas wasn't influenced by social media. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't influenced by comparison. He wasn't <laughs> influenced by all of those things. And I just think so oftentimes we don't have that relationship with Jesus. And so then we allow people's opinions to lead us. We allow the world to lead mm-hmm. us. I remember like in my later uh, 20s, you know, people were trying to speak into me. They weren't following God. They weren't mm-hmm. disciples of Jesus, but they would be like, uh, aren't you sad because you're not married? Yeah. You're this age. You should be married by now. What do you do for fun? Do you just, and it was just amazing because at the time they were saying those things, mm-hmm. I was so connected in my relationship with Jesus. Like I'm good all by myself, yeah. whatever God wants for me. But I think so many people don't have those um, true discipleship relationships Mm -hmm. in their lives and so then they are led astray Mm -hmm. by their own lust Mm -hmm. they are led astray by their own feelings Mm -hmm. they do get into marriages that end up in divorce because it wasn't who God had for them they were trying to play God and they were trying to make those relationships you know they were trying to make those relationships happen so to me it's like when you're single all of these different voices are trying to speak into Mm -hmm. you and are you listening to the right voices are you listening to the right mentors are you really listening to truth or are you listening to somebody else who's in a bad relationship and it's jacked up but you just don't know it's jacked up because you're looking at these curated pictures on instagram with them smiling (laughs) and having a good time so many thoughts come to my mind like i can't even (laughs) but it's you know exactly what you're saying a lot oftentimes people will project their own desires or insecurities on you and be like, you ain't married yet? Or boy, what's wrong with you? Why ain't you find a girlfriend? Or why don't you have a wife yet? And da da da. And and even the sense of like, I don't know, to me it's crazy. Like you said, the, the 
I guess the outer view of what you think is like perfect when you right. don't know other people's lives, right? You don't know that this person who's been single for 10 years is in the best relationship with God they've ever been in. Right. And God isn't desiring them to have a spouse because he wants them to be mm-hmm. focused on ministry. Or you don't know that the couple who's posting, you know, pictures every day is actually going through, you know, living in separate rooms or, or right. whatever, right? Right. And it's just like, uh, if Judas had that moment, you exactly. know, when he was in, in close relate close proximity, proximity to Jesus, then it's like, what? How much closer should we draw nearer to Him so that we don't fall mm-hmm. away with all of the things that this world, you know, tries to throw at us? Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna move on to uh, something that Pastor mentioned. I, I know you shared it earlier, Pastor Tanya. Was um, when when we're talking about serving, right? So in John thirty four thirty five, right? It says. <clears throat> Uh, I give you a new command. Love one another just if I, just as I have loved you. You are to also love one another. So I think of um, kind of like how we moved into our hangouts and, you know, shout out to everybody doing a hangout, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's like God call, God commands us to love one another. What are one of the two reasons you might find it difficult to follow this command? And so one thing that Pastor Juan shared was the definition of serving and ministering, right? And so serving and ministering is to attend to someone's need as the Lord leads, right? And so to me, it was kind of like, that I guess marriage of loving and serving right because sometimes Mm -hmm. we're like well you know what you were mentioning earlier where it's like I love God but I don't love people where it's like you can't say you love God and then you don't want to serve or minister attend to other people's needs as the Lord leads right Mm -hmm. right and so I felt like to me one of the one of the main like beauties of a church and a family and you know those who are true disciples of Jesus is in those needs in is in that caring is in that, you know, the one another's right. Uh, pastor shared this, um, I guess the sheet with us about the positive command. So it says, love one another, be devoted to one another, honor one another, live in harmony with one another, build up one another. And so it just goes on and on about what we were talking about, where Mm -hmm. it's not just the correcting, it's not just the, you know, rejoicing and and celebrating, but it's also in those times where it's like, man, you know what, we are struggling right now. And because I love you, you know, we gonna get you some groceries or because God loves me so tremendously, we're gonna sit here and cry with you for hours because you're going through grief or you're going through sorrow or because you're healing and all of those things. Sometimes we we neglect to see the power of love demonstrated in our servitude. You know? Amen. Amen. When you were talking, it just when you said as the Lord leads, Mm -hmm. that just stuck out to me. Because in the question that you Mm -hmm. asked, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we find it difficult sometimes to do that is because we're not being led as the Lord leads, but we're being led by our feelings or we're being led by our experience or we're being even led by, like you were saying, you know, if the Lord is leading me Mm -hmm. to give to you financially, but then I'm looking at my checkbook and Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't have it. Yeah. What about me, Lord? (laughs) Yeah. What about me? You Mm -hmm. want me to give my last five Mm -hmm. to them? But it's like, if the Lord is leading you to do that, then you have to trust that there's abundance right around the corner. His promise is right around the corner and he's trying to minister to somebody else through you, just like Jesus ministered to us. Yeah. In the same way. And that's why we have, the Bible tells us live by faith and not by sight, yeah. right? 
and part of being a Christian is that we have to give up this. Um, it's almost like you know I'm, I'm teaching Christian how to drive right now, right? Mm. My 17 year old son. Come on. And so I'm sitting over in the passenger seat, and there are times when he scares the living yeah. bejeebies oh out of me, God. right? It ain't that student driver car. You yeah, got the control so, and the brakes on the side. So I have to, there, there are moments where I have to literally sit there and trust that I have taught him enough mm-hmm. to drive me, right? Yeah. And and though we're not teaching God anything, we are the passenger in his car. Mm-hmm. Amen. He's not the passenger in ours. Yeah. And many times we try to make God go somewhere where we want him to go. And sometimes he says, no, just sit over there and just go where I want you to go. Yeah, that's good. We'll be right back, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Stick around. Stay tuned. (laughs) Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are going to continue this show with the amazing Pastor Todd and Tanya. And um, I kind of wanted to read this definition that we have here, right? So it says, the phrase one another is derived from the Greek word, Alelon. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, which means it's one great. another, each other, mutually, reciprocally. It occurs a hundred times in the New Testament. Approximately 59 of those occurrences are specific commands teaching us how and how not to relate to one another. Obedience to those commands is imperative. It forms the basis for all true Christian community and has a direct impact on our witness to the world. In addition to alelon, the Bible uses other words and phrases to instruct us how to relate to others. With that in mind, the following list, and then it gives us, you know, some of the ones that I was sharing. And so I guess when I was reading that, you know, and kind of what you were sharing, Pastor Todd, like to be a true Christ follower um, is identifying when we're the one another, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes it's good to kind of not only self-reflect, but also just I guess pull something out of yourself that God commands us to do Mm -hmm. so that you can be the one another to someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, obviously we are talking about our own personal relationship and how, you know, not being in proximity, but being in relationship and all of those things. But one of the things that has, you know, really stuck out to me is that, you know, there's one another's we are one another to other people like there's mm-hmm. people who and even right here was talking about our our witness and you shared that a little bit you know how the people who are watching you and they're they're seeing how you handle situations or maybe they're seeking someone to relate to so that they can find you know guidance and comfort and all of those things and so i guess i would like us to kind of hit a little bit on like how can we find um ourselves in serving as a one another mm. Mm. I guess when I think about it, it's like if we are, you know, valuing Jesus, we're valuing God, Mm -hmm. and we understand that he created us for a purpose and a plan and a reason. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we fail to live out the one another because we are so selfish, Mm. and it's all about me, and we're focused on 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 okay God what are you going to do for me mm-hmm. and we don't think about no God what can I do for you yeah you know he is setting up and orchestrating all of these divine appointments mm-hmm. in other people's lives and if we looked at it from our vantage point of God help me to keep your divine appointment mm-hmm. with somebody else help me to serve one another help me to love one another and we got outside of our selfish ways I feel like we could live out that one another because then it's not what don't I have it's God you've given me everything that I need how do you want me to use it to serve you yeah yeah you know the Jesus said 
if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, right? Mm-hmm, so he mm-hmm. came to reflect God the Father. Well, we are called by this John 13, 34 passage. It says, uh, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So now we are called to reflect him. Right. And so when we don't reflect him, 35 says, by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So when you don't love and you don't serve and you don't do the things Jesus did, then Mm -hmm. you are failing to reflect him. So you're really failing to be a disciple. Mm. And we can't can't go in and and pick and choose what parts of Jesus we want to reflect and the parts we don't want to reflect. So we want want to, a lot of times we always say, God, bless me indeed. You know, bless me exceedingly abundantly above all. And we want all these things, but we don't want to listen to turn the other cheek. We don't want to listen to uh, uh, sow and, and sowing into people and reaping what you sow. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear uh, the commands of love. We don't want to hear the commands of if, uh, you know, that we are to give and to serve and to, to walk with one another. And so we have, we can't pick and choose what parts of the gospel we want and what parts we don't. Mm-hmm. If God, if Jesus, re, if Jesus served, then we, you know, we are to serve as well because yeah. that reflects him. And one of the things that pastor said on Sunday too was, um, convenient or inconvenient yeah like sometimes we don't do things that god is asking us to do because we're like Mm. it's going to be inconvenient Mm -hmm. for me but our convenience shouldn't even come into the equation Mm -hmm. if we're serving and loving him you know him to go to the cross right exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so true i even think of like um how we were talking about you can be in proximity but still have wrong motives and so when you mentioned how you know it was really pastor juan who highlighted as lord as the lord leads um i think of even coming through with wrong motives right where it's like man i gave all of this to people because like the lord didn't ask you to but you did it because you wanted to be known as this right and so i think of judas right who was counted and and you know, written about as a disciple of Jesus, but really his heart was after probably, right? From what we, for what we're reading, right? right? Mm -hmm. Selfish motives of, you know, holding the money bag tight of judging why the woman, you know, wasted something that he saw as value. And so even in the, in thinking of those one another's, and it's like, man, one thing that it mentioned was reciprocally. And it's like, man, is the Lord leading me to, these things is he leading me to serve in this way i over the weekend i spoke with someone they were sharing a devotional or a podcast they heard about a lady who um had given her life to christ and her husband still hadn't yet and so she started attending church but he didn't like her being involved or serving or doing anything other than just going to the service and so she was conflicted because she was like well i feel like i'm being you know called to serve because i'm now i'm in this church community and i want to like help and do these other things you know but my husband at home doesn't want me to do all of these things and so as she learned and as she grew she realized that her service was to her family and to her husband and being a part of that body it didn't require her to stay later or Mm. go to meetings or be you know in all of that her service was actually 
still honoring her husband Amen. and showing and being that witness of Christ's love when she came back home from mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. and did it make it about like a bitterness of like, Oh, I can't believe it. And then they're doing this and I can't be a part of it because you are, you know, you're not right. in agreement and all of these things. And so it's like, when we hear service, oftentimes we think that it's just give, 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 instead of actually applying that as Lord, as the Lord leads. And so it's like, man, sometimes he does lead you to give your last. And sometimes you've got it. And the Lord's saying, no, I don't want you to bless them. I don't want you to bless them because I'm working on something with them. And by you doing that, you're messing up my thing. You know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of mm-hmm. like keeping that in the forefront of our mind as to what you were mentioning with the, uh, no, what Pastor Todd was mentioning with the driver's seat is like even more than the driver, like he's the GPS, you know, like where he's directing us. He knows where our destination mm-hmm. is. And so he's going to be able to say left turn, right turn, stop at this light, do a U-turn, you know, proceed. Right. Sometimes he's telling us to pause and then yeah all of those things and it's just like to me I guess the beauty of it all and kind of like not to summarize but what's highlighted to me was just the fact that being in relationship to him gives us better um, ability to put him in that driver's seat to be able to say okay Lord use me how you lead you know guide me to the right people lead me to the right mm-hmm. conversations Amen. lead me to the right rest mm-hmm. you know because right. like you were mentioning with marriage everyone thinks it's work and then you hear work and you think that it's something bad mm-hmm. but work is something beautiful like mm-hmm. when you love what you're doing mm-hmm. work is something amazing you get excited to it's be there you, it's not work in a mm-hmm. negative connotation right. you work you know if I gotta work for a million dollars I'm gonna be happy because I'm like man I put that high value but if you're working because you want to see your wife happy or you're working because you want to see your husband healed or whatever the case is, then that work doesn't no no longer has that bitter aftertaste. Mm-hmm. It's something that you you kind of like are excited and, and you know, and really encouraged to continue to Amen. do. You know, it's interesting because Jesus said, uh, my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we, we make Christianity so hard. Yeah. But I don't think it's doing what God asked us to do this hard. I think it's denying ourselves this hard, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Get into the place where we where we die to ourselves and say, okay, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Because when you start living from that place where you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, God, whatever you say, wherever you tell me to go, what do you want me to do today? At that point, he starts dropping that that. And I'm not talking about blessings from the standpoint of uh, financial or whatever, but he starts dropping peace. peace he starts, unity, you know, love, you know like all man. these things that, that make it Amen. all worthwhile. We, Tay and I probably, um, uh, our, we probably, m- we make s- substantially less now than we did when she was working at Travelers. Mm-hmm. But we got so much more peace in the yeah. house now. Because she ain't coming home crying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And 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 sometimes we we miss out that that just walking with Jesus is far better. You know what did David say? I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God mm-hmm. than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Mm-hmm. Even when uh, Pastor Stephanie was reading that definition, that word reciprocally or reciprocating, I think to that point, a lot of times we're trying to make it equal Mm -hmm. and reciprocal can take many different forms Mm -hmm. like i may sow financially Mm -hmm. but then god is giving me peace right or i may um speak this word in a certain way into somebody's life 
and they may not be able to do anything yes, for me in return, so yes. but God is going mm-hmm. to give me what I need right. exactly at the time that I need in it. Fact, that's a so not looking at reciprocation as one-to-one, but in in God's m- multiplying, mm-hmm. you know, that reciprocation could be uh, five to 25, or it could be five to eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even a number, but yeah. a letter or something totally different. I'm glad totally I different. don't got to, you know, learn that math because none of it makes sense because I, I wasn't good at math, math anyway, you know, either. and so it's cool because his math don't add up all the time, exactly. but it's, it's divine. But it's what we need <laughs> exactly. when we need it. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, his, his command is don't look for when you give, don't receive it. Don't look for it back from that person. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We receive our blessings and our favor and our grace from God. And so I think we just have to get to the place where we accept, okay, by faith, whatever his word tells me to do, I do. And when I do it, I'm expecting God's eternal blessings in my life. Yeah. And one, and his greatest command is for us to love yeah. as he loved. As so he when loved. we do that, then we know that every everything every and I think ultimately you know one of the things that um, we're talking about is if we're walking in obedience to him because you can be a disobedient <laughs> Christian <laughs> and then you're you're over there frustrated you know bitter Close proximity wrong motive because you're not <laughs> but it's like man are you obeying the commands that he has because then Amen. he can totally like pastor Todd said you know shower you with those blessings of but if we're just walking in disobedience to him especially as Christians especially as believers knowing the truth knowing his commands that he's asking us to do mm-hmm. even the you know how not to treat one that says do not lie stop passing judgment you know if you keep on uh, biting and devouring each other you'll be destroyed all of those things mm-hmm. it's like you said you don't get to pick and choose you don't once we surrender our lives and this is something that we should be um a, a consistent obedience to you know mm-hmm. i mean we think of it like parents and you know where it's like man that that kid's so disobedient to me where it's like man you what are we as children of god how are we behaving how mm-hmm. are we you know honoring mm-hmm. our Amen. father to say man you know even when it's difficult even when it's hard i'm gonna love one another i'm going to care for one another or you know i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna grumble against each other james 5 9 right mm-hmm. so it's like all of those things are so like important for us to be able to walk in the loving one another you know so amen it was just a fun time what do you guys think all right we had a great time blast thank y'all so much for tuning in thank you so much for sending letters we appreciate you guys y'all again don't forget to keep pastor juan in prayer he will be back with us next week juan martinez from this is real and i'm stephanie rave and we're so glad you joined us if you enjoyed the show be sure to like share and subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode and don't forget in houston texas on 100.7 fm every single saturday night we're on on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities, 51 state and county jails and prisons. And what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them. We're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire. Amen. And so uh, for that, we need some partners. So if you want to partner with us, please click on the link below. And don't forget to follow us on social media, hashtag this is real or on any other platforms, Pastor Juan Martinez. Hey, that's a wrap. Peace.